0: Let's talk about the COVID immune therapy from a llama named Fifi. Let's also discuss the unsolved murder of a young African boy whose torso was found in the Thames 20 years ago. What about the passing of Sarah Dash from the 1960s group Belle? And a whole lot more. This is Pablo from Hackney and this is Pablo's Podcast. Thank you for choosing Pablo's podcast today Welcome If you don't like something, change it If you can't change it, change your attitude Maya Angelou I do like that, I do like that one So it is episode 75 So thank you for joining me again Thank you for joining me again This, well, last night, eventful Very eventful Anthony Joshua versus Usyk. You know, I'm a boxing fan, so yeah, I I I paid for the fight, watched it. It's always a challenging thing for me to watch Anthony Joshua fight because I want him to win so much. You know, like even it's kind of like as much as I would want a family member to win. It's that deep, you know. so, yeah, I really always root for him, but I always get nervous when he fights, you know, because there's, there's things I see him do that just gets me nervous, you know, and twice now he's, he's come unstuck, unfortunately, um so if you, if you I'm sure you know already, um, he lost his you know he lost his, his belts, his WBA, his WBO, his IBF um, and his IBO belts um last night. Against Usyk, Usyk was a you know formidable opponent. Formidable. Um, didn't know much about him to be fair, um, but yeah, he definitely is. He's on his game. Um, but yeah, so you know, um, Joshua lost, but you know, Joshua does know how to bounce back because he did it with Ruiz on the second fight, and you know, it was a masterclass. Not not the most exciting fight, but he he got the job done. So I've got faith that he can come back and do it again. Um but it looks they did speak about it maybe have suffered a um, a broken eye socket um i I noticed in I think it was like round seven he he kept looking to the left like randomly you know in the middle of the fight, and so you know I think that was the beginning of it of, of what happened with his eye and by the end of the fight, his eye pretty much closed up um but yeah, I just wish it's the same frustrations I always have you know I wish he you know, use his reach more because he he had like four inches, you know, longer reach than the other guy. Um, so I wish he used his reach more. Um, and yeah, I'm I'm glad he didn't. I'm glad he didn't uh, try and offload on him too early to be fair, because one of the weaknesses I see with Joshua is his recovery. After he tries to knock somebody out with, you know, combinations, um, if it doesn't work, he has trouble kind of recovering off of the back of that. So that was one of the, one of the things I'm glad he didn't do. Although, because the fight went the full 12, he could have done that in the last 30 seconds because then it wouldn't have mattered. But, um, but obviously he, he, he didn't. But yeah, I wish he'd used his right a bit more, you know, um, yeah, just loads of different things. But like I said, I, I think he can he can come back and he can come back and potentially get the belts back. But Yusik he's a really good fighter. He's really a really good fighter, and he and he's actually a cruiserweight, you know, fighting up. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Bit emotional yesterday it was, but good fight, really good fight. Anyhow. Um, the Ivan no- Novella Awards Not Novella, Novella Awards The Ivan Novella Awards um, They happened this week And yeah, a few winners um, uh, Celeste, uh, named songwriter of the year Congratulations to her And um, uh, Lianne uh, Le Havis. um She got the best album of the year And the best contemporary song went to um, Dave with Children of the Internet. So hats off to those guys. Obviously, there were many more winners. Um, You can obviously check that out. But yeah, congratulations to them, guys. Dave is one of those um, young UK artists that I really do like. I really do um, appreciate his 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 dexterity on the microphone. He's really good. Um, So yeah, um, hats off to them. Great, great stuff. So I mean, whew, there's a lot going on for us this week as as, as the UK on a whole. You know, we're we're dealing with um, you know uh, can't get petrol, petrol station queues, um, stuff on the shelves not being there. You know, there's a lot of stuff going on all at once at this stage for us. Um, so yeah, it's definitely a very interesting times. Gas and electricity prices going up. Um, gas and electricity companies going under, you know, there's a lot going on at the same time, and then we've got Christmas coming up, and yeah, a lot going a lot for us to think about. you know we're going to come out stronger for it as, as, as people, because we always overcome these adversities, but things are definitely seem like they're going to be challenging over the, the coming months and for many people. So definitely you know look out for your neighbors and friends and family for sure um but yeah so the government have said that they've got they're planning to um help to ease the the lorry shortage hgv drivers and stuff because that's at the core of us moving stuff around um, hence the lack of petrol and everything else not lack of petrol because there isn't a lack of petrol but there's a lack of deliveries being able to happen um so yeah, they're going to allow ten thousand visas and um, for three month period for foreign drivers and poultry drivers um, to ensure that we got our turkeys and stuff for Christmas, I suppose. So, but it seems like a real drop in the ocean, really, when when you consider we I think we're short of about ten about a hundred thousand HGV drivers. So, ten thousand of anything is yeah, drop in the ocean, but. Something's better than nothing, and we'll, we'll see how that goes. Who knows? They may they may extend that or expand the number going forward. Um, but yeah, I mean, the shortages seem to be made worse by Brexit as well. That's, we can't discount that part that plays in it. Um, but yeah, this whole delivery truck business is, you know, impacts on everything. You know, because everything that we get is dependent on it being delivered. You know, especially, I mean, when you think about Amazon as well, you can add that side of things into it. You know, we buy a lot of stuff online. So everything's dependent on that. And So if fuel can't get to the petrol stations, you know, ambulances, you know, police, you know, deliveries, you know, it just, it's, it's, it's the fabric. It's the, the foundation of what allows society to function in the UK. So, and it is happening everywhere. You know, I spoke to people in the US and they're having... The same, same issues, you know, I'm hearing people in the UK talking about changing their, their job, you know, becoming, you know, purchasing a truck and, and becoming a driver and stuff because there's, you know, it's in high demand at the moment. So, yeah, um, so it's not just happening in the UK. It can feel like that. But if you do speak, if you get the opportunity to speak to people outside of the UK, you'll find out that it's happening everywhere on on some level. So, you know, the pandemic is, it, there's just so many different things pl- at play. But it's all come, kind of happening at once, so yeah, um this is where we are, so sadly, um the Sarah Dash, the singer who made Lady Marmalade, um, she died. Um, she was one of the um one of the members of the La and she died at seventy six um, Patty LaBelle, a fellow um, member, she was the person who kind of broke the news on Twitter. Um, so yeah, really sad. Um, you know, l- lost another legend of, of a legendary era as well. You know, these these songs people were making in those times are timeless. You know, they still play now. And I remember, you know, Lady Marmalade was um, brought to the forefront again by Little Kim in um, 2001. You know that. So I, I really remember that bring to the light. And as I said, these songs can be played um, at any time. You know, they're timeless. You know. But I originally hit number one Billboard charts in 1975, you know, so definitely an old classic. So yeah, thoughts and prayers out to the families of you know of um, Sarah Dash, um, but yeah, her music and with the and her voice would definitely live on, definitely. So so oh, this was really interesting. Um, so COVID, uh, they've they've got a, they're looking at immune therapy um, and. <laughs> the they're getting the nano nanobodies um which is a, which is a version of um antibodies a, sim, a, a small and simpler version of of antibodies but they're getting these from wait for it a llama named fifi yep you heard it right a llama named fifi so they've been um So basically, what I think what it is is llamas and camels produce um, a natural response um, to to the infection. Um, They haven't tried it on humans yet. They've got to still test it on human beings, but they're looking at you know if it works, you know it'll be a simple nasal spray, and it'll be able to. They're saying that it'll be able to um, treat and prevent early infection from COVID. So so yeah, that is happening. a llama named Fifi. I I, I had to laugh because you, you, you couldn't make it up. But, um, but you know, science, technology, you know, we do, um, I mean, once from you know that we can, you know, human beings can survive with a pig's heart. Um, I suppose, you know, there are, it, it doesn't sound that wild, I suppose, but I suppose for me that because they, you know, they named the llama, the llama has a name Fifi. Um, yeah, it's just kind of a little bit funny to me. But yeah, so they're saying that it's showing promise, you know, um, and, this, you know, significant pot- potential in the early trials. So let's, let's see where that, where that goes, you know, see how that pans out. So sadly, um, we have lost one young person um, through, through, you know, violence over the past week um, on Tuesday, um, Sharmik Mahmood. Um, of Newham was pronounced dead at the scene. Um, he was found shot with gunshot wounds. Um, they tried to revive him at the scene, but um, they were unable to, so he died at the scene. So, thoughts and prayers go to his family, his friends. Um, you know, one life is too many at the end of the day. One life is too many. So, thoughts and prayers go to the family. So um, Prince, Prince Andrew's situation um, is, you know, it's always in the news, um, always in the news since, since it happened, but it's becoming a bit more frequent now. So there was a lot of talk about, you know, papers being served on, on him and, and, you know, them not receiving them and stuff like that. But now they've, it's now been confirmed, Prince Andrew's lawyers actually have com- accepted that they were served um, the, the papers. Um, and this is in regards to um, the allegation of sexual assault of Virginia um, Guffrey in 2001. Um, and she's, well, she's, she's 38 now. Um, so obviously she was a lot younger at the time. Um, so yeah, so that's going to be going forward. So I think we're going to hear a lot more developments on that now. Obviously that case is going to move forward. So yeah, we'll keep an eye on that. So something that really... Um, really touched me um, and reminded me of when I first heard about this news m- many years ago, well, it turns out 20 years ago, I didn't even realise it was that long. But I remember hearing about um, the torso found in the Thames um, and it's recently come up again because um, it's, it's unsolved and if I find, get to find out that it's, it's the longest unsolved child murder case in recent history um, for the Met Police. Um, and basically it was you know 20, 20 years ago we, I was shocked and horrified at the time and um, still shocked now to be fair um, but yeah 20 years ago young African boy um, was found murdered and in what seems to be um, part of a ritual and w- what it was that his body well his torso washed up on the shore head was missing the limb all the limbs was missing um, and yeah it was, it was said that it was like you know it was um it was professionally done you know the way they amputated the the parts um so yeah on tuesday and um, they renewed the police renewed the appeals and um, for members of the public to come forward and be bold and you know share some information um there's a lot about it online it's it's definitely worth you know typing it into google and having a look but there's a lot that happened you know people were arrested you know people um, lied to the police, um, and a big connection with Africa as well, you know, that the case went to Africa as well, because I, I think it turns out that the boy was recently, um, from the, uh, the autopsy and stuff, they could tell that there was, uh, he'd recently been in Africa, and they probably worked out that he was, you know, an African child that actually lived in Africa. And then the clothes as well, I think there's a particular, these orange shorts were, only, you could only buy them in a, um, a shop in Germany so they made some links to Germany and that, but yeah, it's, 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 a, it's an interesting case, a sad case as well because you know, somebody's lost a child somewhere and, and obviously this child's lo- lost their life um, but it's been unsolved, so they don't even know who the child is, they gave the child a name, They the police called him Adam, but nobody knows what the child's name is to this date um, so So, yeah, it's just really sad that it happened and, yeah, quite horrific, to be fair, quite horrific. Um, But, yeah, I remember, like I said, I remember hearing about it 20 years ago and, um, yeah, it's kind of, just kind of forgot about it, but it's back in the news again. So, yeah, really sad, really sad. Welcome to Pablo's Podcast. Join me on a weekly basis with social commentary on current affairs which affect us the most. Come and muse with me. What you can expect in uplifting, positive discussions, interviews on our social, physical and cultural well-being. Voicing some of the perspectives we share but maybe don't vocalise enough. I'll be going through my bucket list of interviewees over the coming weeks you're guaranteed to get an honest authentic perspective and insight into what's going on now if you like what you hear please click the subscribe button please share on your social media apps and please leave a review look forward to spending some time with you over these coming weeks thanks for joining me take care so um also this was also touching as well you know watching with' with everything that's gone on with haiti um recently, and um you know people have are fleeing Haiti because of the natural disaster that's happened there and um the the pictures that have gone about all the videos even watching the videos of like horse mounted police um beating uh, the migrants back into the river. They're trying to walk through the river to, to come into Mexico and whatnot. Um, but yeah, the US border police on horseback using their reins, um, you know, whipping whipping the, the, the Haitians and, you know, pushing them back into the Rio Grande River, uh, which divides um, Texas and Mexico. And for me personally, it just reminded me of scenes out of roots, you know, it really them images just reminded me the the scenes at roots and it kind of even remind I could hear the music of roots playing in in, in my mind you know it's quite it's quite surreal to see that, so you know i don't i don't know why yeah, yeah, it's just not how you should be dealing with people that are are fleeing tragedy, you know whether they're black or white or whatever it's just not how you treat human beings in that way you know um and especially. Yeah, yeah, them scenes like being on horseback. It's the horseback, you know. I remember, I think it was a few months back or or late last year. They had a, an image of of a policeman walking a a prisoner um, through 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 the town, um, tied by his hands. But the, the the police officer was on a horse and walking this person to the station. In some, I don't know, it must have been some rural part in America. But again, you know, these kind of images. Um, really play into you know past past traumas you know and it invokes you know dark comparisons of of, of slavery you know in the historical mistreatment of black people in the past so so yeah I, I think you know law enforcement enforcement um, especially in America it seems they, they they need to be really mindful of of how these things look optically, you know, on the optics side of things, it, it, you know, you gotta be mindful of that because it does it, it just raises memories and stuff. So so yeah. Um so I hope they, they stop that practice, you know, um of pushing the Haitians back in that way. You know, if you if you don't want them in the country, do what you need to do, but you you gotta do it in a, a humane way, um visually as well, as ethically. So yeah. Um, but look, let's on to some more brighter news. Um, GCSE Media Studies in the UK, um, moving forward, they will be adding a um, a section, a study, basically on Marcus Rashford um, and his role as an influencer. So yeah, so th- this year, GC, Media Studies GCSEs, any any young people doing that this year, they will be studying Marcus Rashford. Now, I, th- I think that's um, you know, it's really inspirational, really heartwarming. You know, the fact that he he's impacted the world, the UK, in, in the way that he has. And now he's going to be studied and they're going to, you know, obviously draw on more of the positives that he's done, um, especially as an influencer. You know, all the young people are on online. Most of us are online. So, yeah, so there's a, there'll be a lot to learn, a lot to learn. Um, and, you know, obviously fo- it will be also focusing on the, the fact that he spoke out um, against things such as, you know, uh, free meals and, you know, his racism in sport and things like that. So, so yeah, hats off to him, man. His he, family, his mum must be proud. I'm proud, you know. I don't even know the fella, but I'm proud just to hear it. So, hats off to Marcus Rashford and that. So, um, so yeah, in Scotland, up north there, um, they are now... Look what well, they're moving forward, and they're going to be issuing warnings for um class A users um so you know with class with the lower drugs like um Class B and Class C drugs, you know you could get uh, warnings and and things like that, but now it's being extended to Class A drugs as well, so this is a a big move but it 's only in Scotland at this point, but it is it is significant because um, obviously the decriminalizes you know decriminalize it in in some ways uh, maybe not fully but it does decriminalize it in some ways so um so yeah all the you know people that are using heroin and and crack and cocaine in Scotland you know they will they will actually get warnings rather than having to go to court and and being criminalized so that is a big move but there are critics there are critics um you know, just emphasising the fact that this is kind of a de facto uh, decriminalisation of drugs in Scotland. But, you know, maybe this is way, the way the world's going, you know, then there wouldn't be the first country to do that. Obviously, it's happened in, in various other places. Um, but who knows, this could be coming down to England also. Um, yeah, so we'll, we'll, watch, we'll watch and see how that goes. Um, and also, in, in line with drugs on, on the other side of the world, in regards to Michael K. Williams, um, who played Omar in The Wire, um, they've now done an autopsy and they, they've confirmed that it was um, overdosing through a uh, combination of heroin, cocaine and fentanyl. Um, and fentanyl is something that, you know, it, it's been mixed in a lot of drugs because it, you know, it, it's, it enables to stretch the amount of I don't know if it's a kilo of of heroin you put fentanyl in it can kind of not heroin cocaine rather it's been said that that can like triple um, the 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 amount and, and things like that um, but fentanyl is lethal you know fentanyl is lethal and um, yeah it only takes a very small amount to to send people over the edge into overdose and death so so yeah and it, you know what this highlights is I'm. I'm pretty sure like most people who have died and there has been a lot of deaths even in the UK off the back of fentanyl. Um I'm pretty sure that he wouldn't have known that fentanyl was in was in the drugs that he bought, you know. So what, you know, and it just kind of raises the point that, you know, when you do use drugs, you buy any kind of street drugs, any kind of illicit drugs at all, you don't know what's in it you know you're not going to know until you've consumed it and then you get the effect of it you know so this is the this is the the risk that people take when they have illicit drugs and and this is the reason why people do call for drugs to be legalized because if drugs are legalized then you know what's in the drugs you know it you you know if you say you're buying cocaine it will be just cocaine if you say you're buying heroin it will be just heroin but Obviously, why while, while things are illegal, there is no uh, governance around, you know, what goes in and what goes out. So you just, it's pretty much, every time you smoke something, you snort something, you swallow something in regards to illicit drugs, you're gambling, you're gambling, you know, and, and this is what probably happened with um, Michael K. Williams, unfortunately. So very sad, um... But, yeah, things are changing. Who knows? Like I said, the UK in England, we may soon be, um, you know, uh, not being criminalised for possession. But we'll see. We'll see how that goes. So, um, on the earth, from the earth side of things, you know, there's, it seems that one after the other in regards to volcanoes and destruction and, and, you know, natural disasters and stuff. So, La Palma, um, the volcano as engulfed homes, swimming pools, the pictures, you know, as amazing as they look, you know, I, I, we haven't, I haven't heard too much about deaths. I think there, I don't think there's been any deaths there yet. I think people have moved that in time, but um, as spectacular as the scenes are, you know, watching molten lava and these natural uh, phenomenon happening for me, I, you know, it, it does look amazing and fantastic, but obviously it does, you know, cause death it does cause destruction and stuff so it's, it's always sad to see um and thousands of people have lost a lot been forced to flee you know you know people lose everything and stuff so there's there is a sad side a very sad side to it as well but yeah so that's happening there as well so hopefully um there aren't any deaths and you know things kind of work out um for the best um so yeah but there is, it really doesn't miss me the fact that there is a lot, of, a lot of these volcanoes and things and natural disasters happening across the planet um, all at the same time all through the same year. So yeah, um, so on the crypto front, um, China has officially, China's central bank has um, announced that all transactions of cryptocurrencies are now illegal in China effectively banning you know digital tokens such as bitcoin so yeah that's that is a an interesting move an interesting move because you know just the other day we was talking about it becoming legal tender in in um, i think it's paraguay or el salvador one of them but yeah so these things we've got to keep abreast of you know things are definitely changing and um, on a on a lighter note in regards to cryptocurrency, um, the NFT, um, the si- side-eye, side Chloe, which is a, a video of two young, you know, uh, I, f- I think she's maybe about two or three, and her older sister, maybe about seven or eight, in the back of a car. Um, and the, the older one is, uh, is being surprised, being told that she's going to Disneyland and she kind of broke down and was quite expressive about it, but the, it's, the way her Chloe, i.e. I, I, side-eye Chloe, was looking at her sister, like, you, you'd have to see it. I don't even want to elaborate, but you'd have to see it. But it is funny, the way she was looking at her in, in disgust, <laughs> pretty much. But anyway, it went viral a while back. Um, I think it's had about 20 million views on YouTube so far. But basically, that was sold as an NFT recently for 54,000 you know that little video the mum just filming her kids and you know putting that out of there and then it's gone viral years later somebody has now paid her £54,000 for that clip so you know there's this, this whole cryptocurrency world is, is, is just so interesting and can be so lucrative you know but get financial advice before you dip in for sure because it is um, very very volatile very volatile, as you can see. So yeah, um, so this week I am going to, I've set to record, well, I've recorded it. I'm going to actually probably go and absorb some of it after this pod. Um, so Channel 4, a couple of weeks back, did um, uh, Black to Front Day on September the 10th. But I missed, I missed all of the shows. You know, life got really busy. But I'm going to take time to watch them today. So um, there was a Countdown. Which had um, Trevor McDonald, um, so basically, well, let me say it was it was just basically old shows, shows that have happened in the past, but they've had all black casts and all black crews um, for this one day. So some people have spoken about it as a bit of tokenism and stuff, and you know, um, I can I, I can see why people would say that. But I do also, I'm somebody who likes to see the silver lining things. And I, I think it's, I think it's a good thing. I think there's something positive to be pulled from it. Um, but yeah, so anyway, Countdown. Um, it had Trevor, um, Len, um, Cissé and Dr. Anne-Marie Imaphidon. So I'm going to be watching that one. And then also the Big Breakfast that used to be on Channel 4. Big Show, that was a great show back in the day. So it's that one's hosted by Mo Gilligan and AJ Adudu. So that should be really funny because Mo Gilligan is really really funny. Um, and then Steph's packed lunch. I haven't, I've, I'm not familiar with that show, but Mel B hosts that one. And then there's also Hollyoaks. Um, uh, basically, they've they featured um, some special episodes. Like I said, all all black cast um, and all black core crew. Um, I don't know if I'm going to be able to watch that one I think there's a few of those but um, I'll I'll give it a look and then there was another show High Life a new reality series um, showing successful Nigerians and Ghanaians uh, late night talk show and whatnot. so that that one I'm definitely going to watch that one that sounds really fun and interesting so yeah this is um, Channel 4's uh, day it's part of their ongoing commitment to anti-racism anti-racist become Sorry, their ongoing commitment as an anti-racist organisation um, to improve black representation on the screen. Um, so yeah, uh, so yeah, it's. it's I mean, I, I can see the positives of doing it. I, I'm I'm looking forward to watching it anyway. Um, but yeah, the tokenism talk. Yeah, yeah. I mean, as, if if they're, I mean, Channel Four have been. To be fair, they are quite. You know, you can, you can see that they try. You know, more. I think more than any other channel, if I'm honest. Yeah, Channel Four really does go out of its way to to bring you know black produced shows to the forefront. Also, BBC, BBC um, iPlayer. They they have a few things as well. But yeah, things are going in the right direction as far as I'm concerned. Anyway, so so yeah, all good, all good. So look, get out there, enjoy life, get on with stuff speak to people get close to people let's not forget how things were at the beginning of this pandemic when we truly valued what we couldn't do what we weren't allowed to do now we're allowed to do stuff i do see people kind of forgetting um what we learned at the beginning let's bring it back to the forefront family friends you know associates you know being around people these things are truly valuable um and when, when they're taken away from us, this is when we realise the value. Now we have them back, some people are forgetting the value. I have not forgotten the value of being around people and, and you know loving people and, and being positive around people and doing positive things. So hopefully we all continue to do the same. So thank you again for choosing Pablo's podcast today and hopefully you can join me on the next one. Until then, take care and be nice to each other. Thank you for listening to Pablo's podcast. I'm Pablo from Hackney and you can catch me next week for more healthy discussion.